Would you give your mum, dad, aunt or that uncle who hugged your partner a little too long free access to your phone? Oh no! Oh my god, it's, it's a really long video! Ew! In Dave's brand new YouTube original, Get Off My Phone, we've got six comedians to give their phones over to a relative with total freedom to read messages, DMs, photos and browser history. What's your social history? Sorry? What to do? Tips for relief. The rules are simple. Their relative can read anything they want and even make calls from the comedian's phone. What is this? What is I know what this one is. That, that looks really okay. bad. Starring Tanya Moore, Anya Magliano, Finlay Christie, Travis J with his mum Angie Lamar, Hayley Morris, Grace Campbell and dad Alistair Campbell. Slightly sexually compromising <laughs> Divulging their deepest digital secrets. <laughs> what the hell is happening? Get off my phone. A Dave YouTube original. Available now on Dave's YouTube channel. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. This is a Dave original podcast. Hello and welcome to the Hypothetical Podcast. I'm your host, Darren Harriot, where I will be the question master. My guests are Josh Widdicombe and James Acaster, who will be answering whatever questions I fancy asking them in order to compete for this week's Hypothetical Prizes, which are a rug made out of recycled Christmas jumpers, a round-the-world hand-gliding trip, mm, that's different, and an Easter egg in the shape of the city of Birmingham. This week, you're going head to head and I'll give you the points on who says the best stuff. Our first round is, what would you do? Absolutely, I tell you what, you can tell the people who have read AutoQ before. That is, that is nice. That is some good stuff. Do you enjoy hosting, Darren? Yeah, I do, yeah. I, um, I, it's funny, I just did an advert before I got here, a voiceover for uh, an advert, so I'm still in that sort of like yeah. voiceover, oh, yeah. sort of CBBC type. What's, Come your, on. Voiceover? What's your advert voiceover? They call me like... first take Darren. <laughs> 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 We're 17 takes in. Uh, so, Josh and James, in the spirit of going head to head, here's your first one. Let's go. You wake up hungover yeah. to discover that last night you agreed to become Anthony Joshua's next opponent for a 10 million purse. To get the money, you must survive one round. How do you do it? Now, I'll tell you the rules. There are some rules. You can't be disqualified. Okay? So you can't sort of cheat to be disqualified. If you back out or your behavior leads to the fight being cancelled, you must pay 10 million to Sky. Also, no hitting below the belt. Oh, come on. Always wanted to Oof. give Joshua the jab to the nuts. <laughs> Do you mean Anthony Joshua? No, I'm talking about you, Josh. <laughs> oh, right, fair enough. I should, I should 
you know, I've done, I've done a bit of boxing in my time. I should uh, should really? let that just. Oh. I've done a few. Uh, I've done a few workout. Done a few workouts uh, with the old with the old gloves. Yeah. No, done okay, that. golden golden gloves, Josh over here. Yeah. <laughs> have you ever done, have you ever done any boxing? It's so much fun. Well, what, for hypothetical that one time so in the first series <laughs> oh, one, yeah, one yeah. of the hypotheticals was how much to wear boxing gloves for a year and so at this point yeah. in the first series uh they thought to give, give people a bit of out and studio stuff they'll send me around to do a little um on location filming and i'd done i'd gone to a boxing gym and been trained to box by this guy and it was great i mean it, it probably two minutes in the edit if that but a whole day of my life. And, uh, you never felt so ripped. I really enjoyed it. I was surprised at how much I enjoyed it. I was just too self I think I would need to properly like, go to the gym for a long time so that I am comfortable. Like, so I think I look pretty tough before I yeah. start to then go to the boxing gym and do boxing because I felt very embarrassed walking around as weedy looking as I am yeah, yeah, yeah. with all the proper yeah. boxing guys. So you wanted to do like a, a pre-boxing workout because most people, they go to the boxing club and then they get into shape, but you actually want to get into yeah. shape before you go into the boxing club. Yeah, yeah. I would want to do it first. And the, like, like, like the people who clean their house before the cleaner comes round. I think it was that kind of stuff. Like I, I, would, I would want to get nice and beefed up and then go, so it looks good, and then go to the boxing gym. Like the people that claim they've just danced the first time on week one of Strictly, and you know they've been doing <laughs> yeah. it for six months. Yeah, 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 they've been yeah, yeah. Practicing. yeah, so that's that's what I'd want to do. But I really enjoyed it. So you've got a good jaw for boxing, James. I can imagine your jaw would take a good hit. Yeah, that, that's like, <laughs> I reckon this is this is Stammy and Badstead because I reckon they'd look at this jaw and go, "I, I want to ruin that oh. jaw." I think this is this oh. is like this is too tempting for a boxer. In boxing, can you run away for three minutes? Like, could you just run around the? Could I run around the ring for three minutes? You probably he's not expecting could. that. He's no, he's not expecting that. You probably could. Do and you're that. not allowed to hit someone on the back of the head, are you? So as long no. as I, as long as I'm always facing away from him, <laughs> could I Blair Witch it? Could I stand <laughs> in the corner like the end of Blair Witch? <laughs> do you know what I would say, Josh? Is that if you run around the ring, you might get disqualified. Yeah, because then they they might take points away, and then you can possibly get disqualified for that as well. Is there a is there a rule? How into boxing are you? I like Darren, boxing. I'm not asking James because I know he's not going to be that into the rules of boxing. So, is there a rule that you have to engage? Yeah, you kind of do. Yeah. You can't, or, okay. or you have to just look like you're trying to engage. You don't necessarily have to throw a punch, but you definitely no. can't run around the ring. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. You can do it for a little bit, I think, but then afterwards, it's going to be quite hard. But you can. The good thing is you can talk. So you can actually talk to Anthony Joshua. Mm. What, so please don't hurt me. You can give that a go. Yeah, I don't know what to say to Anthony <laughs> Joshua that means he doesn't punch me in a boxing match. Could I say, I'll give you, I'm getting 10 million quid for this, I'll give you one of a million, you can beat the shit out of me in round two, but round one, just leave off. <laughs> I just need to get to round two. I mean, also, no idea where the story is when this airs, obviously, if, if podcasts air, but... Yesterday, we all got the news that Will Smith had walked on stage and slapped Chris Rock 
at the Oscars, but uh, that, that which is all we know right now. So I don't know when, when this goes out. If there's been a whole court case, a whole legal thing, if Oscars have been taken away from people, if people's entire careers have come to a halt, and um, you're wondering why we're not talking about it, it's because we're right in those baby days, and we're currently living in you know times where it has been established punching comedians in the face is absolutely fine. So uh, we, we, we might be in a lot of trouble if we actually start boxing. I mean, I dread to think what's going to happen if we get in the ring and in a boxing match. That is a good point. But think about it. Um, if, you, if you don't, you, you have to pay $10 million to Sky. Yeah. You don't want to pay $10 million to Sky. No. No. That's, that's... no, I don't want to finance another series of League of Their Own. That is the last <laughs> thing we need back. I think that's a single episode, isn't it? $10 million. Some of the props, yeah. <laughs> It's a big budget show. Oh, um... <laughs> I, I think it's about talking to him. So this question was on Series 1 when Anthony Joshua was the heavyweight world champion, which he isn't anymore, is he? No. His stock has fallen slightly. I want to say that to his face. <laughs> no, I wouldn't. No, 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 no of See what falls slightly then, Josh. <laughs> I think it would be about appealing to him. And now in boxing, you don't want to look like you've been given an easy fight. You don't want to look like you're, you're fighting against the the bad fighters. And so I think it would be about beforehand in the way in saying to Anthony Joshua, the worst thing you could do here would be to win very quickly because then it's, it's going to reflect, it's going to, I'll die probably. And it's going to reflect very badly on you. Do you know what I mean? Like you need this to be a fight so that it shows that you're, fighting people of a calibre before you then go back up against... Is it Tyson Fury that's the current heavyweight world champion? Is it? Yeah, is it, yeah, yeah. So you're, yeah. you're going to say all that to him in the ring? <laughs> that's a lot to get out in the ring. <laughs> no, 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 because no, I'll see him before, won't I? You have to do the weigh-in. Yeah. But then at the weigh-in, yeah. normally all the press are there. They're all watching it. You're smack-talking each other. It's like when you're smack-talking in front yeah. of all the press. Listen, if this is a short Listen. fight, it makes you look bad. Yeah, no, no, Your no. stock has fallen. No, I'm going to do... Do you know what I do? Because I think this would be good... Because you want to make it feel exciting and dramatic for Sky. That's what they want, right? Mm-hmm. So I'm going to say, Joshua, I'm going to beat the living daylights out of you. Yeah. Yeah, I'm going to knock you to Timbuktu. And he's going to say... <laughs> Is that that's okay? Is it? But that's is that a thing you can say? Now? <laughs> yeah, you right, still say you could have knocked someone in yeah. Timbuk too. It was just funny because I haven't heard that. In a no, while. I just no, I absolutely <laughs> panicked. The Timbuk too was a, an old place name. It was that like was great. Was... You thought you were going to get cancelled for saying you're going to knock someone to Timbuk too. <laughs> I thought. Wait, is it still called Timbuk too? I don't know. Is that like? Calling? I think we laughed just because we've never heard that yeah. in like a boxer press conference. Yeah, it wasn't even your reaction. It was the moment I said it. I thought. Is, oh God! Anyway, <laughs> so he'll see me have that panic. So in the in, what I'll say is, Joshua, I'm going to knock you to Timbuktu, <laughs> and then I'll panic and I'll go, "Is that still a place? Are we all okay to say that?" <laughs> and then I'd say, "And I'm going to tell you how I'm going to do it." Yeah, okay. And I, I've written it down here, Devin Brown. Yeah, I'm going to pass you a note <laughs> of how I'm going to knock you to Timbuktu, and then I pass him the note. And in the note, it would say, I'm not going to knock you to Timbuktu. We both know that. <laughs> but <laughs> you don't want to knock me down in the first round because it'll look bad for both of us. <laughs> just, just beat me in the second round. 
I'm, I'm just imagining it looking a bit like a love note. Yeah. <laughs> like you're passing through him at a boxing fight. Because I'll have to pass it through Eddie Hearn as well, yeah. won't I? Who's <laughs> his yeah. manager? I'd have to pass Because <laughs> the problem would be, we'd be able to pass it along and then he'd screw it up and throw it away as a kind of move. And i go, I actually do need you to read that. <laughs> you get up out of your chair and go and get it and go, no, 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 actually, you should read this. <laughs> That's genuinely quite important that you read that. <laughs> have, you, have, you, have any of you ever met Anthony Joshua? No. No. No, I've never met him, but he's, he's like a giant, he's isn't he? He's a nice guy, though. Yeah. Do any of you have any sort of technique, ideas that you might try and do to get... It's only one round. It's like, what, three minutes? Well, I know what I'm going to do. What I was saying about the Oscars thing, that gave me an idea. So I'm going to invite Will Smith and Jada Pinkett Smith to the boxing match. They'll be in the audience at the boxing. And when we get in the ring, me and Anthony Joshua, I'm going to stand with my back to Will Smith and Jada Pinkett Smith. Yeah. And I'm going to start smack talking Anthony Joshua, but quite quietly so that no one else can hear it. Yeah. And then he'll start shouting insults back at me. But Will Smith will think, ah, oh, He's shouting at my wife. <laughs> they'll get up and be like, keep my wife's name out of your mouth. And they'll get on stage. <laughs> yeah, that's how I lure him in. I love that. I like I like how you think Will Smith is is gonna shout at Anthony Joshua. Yeah. <laughs> I, I think I think I think he'll take it. So you hoping that Will Smith will just see out the first round for you? Yeah, I'll, and I'll be standing in the ring. So also don't leave the ring for that first round. I think I'm fine. And then yeah. you'll be stood there going, oh, this is a shame. Yeah, yeah, this is a shame. I was going to knock him a Timbuk too. <laughs> Can I still say that? Someone from Timbuk too jumps in the ring and punches me. <laughs> He's got it. Will Smith, at the minute, he wants to protect women. He said that in a, a lot of his interviews. He said that in his, in his speech. Mm. So if he thinks that Anthony Joy, I mean, you know, that, you know, if he thinks he needs to protect women against Chris Rock, you definitely need to protect him against yeah. Anthony Joshua. He's a bigger threat, right? So he's got to get up. he's got to get in the ring and punch Joshua, and then those two will scrap it out. He he couldn't even knock down Chris Rock. I mean, when he hits Anthony Joshua, it's going to be barely. It's going to be barely known. Chris Rock had his hands behind his back. He's wearing a tuxedo. <laughs> couldn't even move him. <laughs> <laughs> kept his hands behind his back for the whole thing I mean, did, did he? I, mean, I think he did yeah he did yeah. also I think that it would help Will Smith uh, with his current situation because like you know the people who were criticising him for doing it he gets on stage and defends a comedian against a boxer hello yeah you know he gets up yeah. and, and he basically protects One me all. so he's protecting a member of the comedy community um, then there yeah. you go. All, all, of, all of his haters right now would be like, well, fair enough. Do you know what? All is forgiven. <laughs> You're allowed to hit a comedian as long as you then defend a comedian. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. What kind of quiet smack talk are you going to do, James? I'll say stuff like, "You're a rubbish boxer," and uh, <laughs> I'm gonna, <laughs> I'm, I'm gonna win against you, and I'm gonna make you scream, <laughs> and then he will say. I'll, I'll make you scream too. Now, uh, Jada Pinkett Smith was in the film Scream Two. So <laughs> when he shouts that at me, Will Smith, that's all he'll hear. He'll be like, "What? You bringing up my wife's filmography?" James, I like, I like, I like what you're saying, but how are we going to convince Sky of all of this into a fight in like a like a professional match? Hey, all I need to do is show them how many times that clip 
of the Oscars has been watched online, and I think yeah. they'll be pretty <laughs> pretty glad to organise this for me. Yeah. I think I'll be like, hey, if I if I uh, Will and Jado, I think that that'll, that'll be fine. They'll come along. Yeah, you could do it in LA. Could do it like, in LA, maybe. They don't have to come over here because I'm I'm going to say it. I don't know if they would come over here to watch Anthony Joshua fight James Acaster. Uh, well, listen, Anthony Joshua, obviously massive boxer, and yeah, and Will and Jada definitely know who I am. He's got Netflix because there was a clip of me shown at the Oscars at the Oscar ceremony. Was there what? So yeah, what? <laughs> yeah, me and Ramesh. Oh, what from Cinderella? Yeah, it was shown. It, the, the, there was a category called <laughs> there's a category called fan favorite this year where the Pope got to vote for a film that was their favourite film. Uh, Spider-Man, Far From Home, obviously won because it's brilliant. But um, yeah. whether it was as a joke or not, a lot of people voted for Cinderella. And the, <laughs> whether it was as a joke or not. <laughs> and uh, the, uh, the, clip that, the clip that they chose to show at the ceremony was me and Ramesh turning, into, turning from mice into humans. So, no that's way. amazing. So the, I reckon you say to Will and Jada, hey, that guy who you saw at the Oscars and uh, you know turned into a, a human from a mouse, he's fighting Anthony Joshua. And they, they and I think they would have a lot of, you know, they've obviously got a lot of strong emotions connected to that evening, that night. I think they'd go, Do you know what? That isn't my take home memory of that evening. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, let's let's remind ourselves of that night by going to a fight. <laughs> <laughs> well, okay, so Got Josh's idea of sort of passing a note across, which lets him know, you know, I'm not going to beat you, you know, but let's just get past the first round. I mean, I think that's, I think that's a good idea. I think it's definitely worth a try. Uh, yeah. Then we've got James's idea. It's a little bit more out there. Giving Will Smith the chance to actually save a comedian after attacking one. I think that's great, James. So, yeah, for that, I'm going to give you one point. You won this round. Well done. Oh, come on. At what point would you mention that you're one of the few people that knows the second verse to the Fresh Prince of Bel-Air, James? Yeah, yeah. Oh, wow. I had a whole routine about it at one point. Will, before you go, you're not going to believe this, but um, (laughs) listen to this. (laughs) That's not the only reason you're here. I've got something to tell you. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. If you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. Use the Stamps.com mobile app to mail everything you need to keep your business running with up to 89% off USPS and UPS. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Use code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM. Now, next up, it's not for a million quid, where our contestants bid to see who would pay the least to do the thing in the question. I'll give the question, 
and start us out with a figure. The winner is whoever bids lowest and can justify being able to cope with it. So, how much to dance every time you hear music for a year? Oh, God, I hate dancing. (laughs) Okay, uh, like with the previous game, we have some rules. You must be stood up and properly dancing. You can't just be bopping around in your seat, okay? If anyone asks what you are doing, you have to come up with a believable justification for why you are dancing. This counts for all music. Your stereo, live music, film music, lift music, hold music, phone, ringtones, and even people whistling. Mm. Woo! Okay. I'll start off with two million pounds because that is ridiculous. Yeah. Just so two million. Do you like dancing, James? No. Well, <laughs> I definitely don't like being seen dance. I don't like people seeing me dance. When I was um, in my late teens, I went through a phase of like loving dancing or at least like throwing myself into it because I, I didn't drink, but I'd go out with all my mates and they'd be drinking and I'd just be like, just wanted to have a good night. And I think it also is a way of getting a few laughs. It's like by really going over the top dancing yeah, when you're yeah. quite gangly. So I would really throw myself into it and be dancing all night. And I think since doing stand-up, that part of me that needs attention is completely completely <laughs> satisfied. Uh, I'm yeah. fine. I don't need any more attention outside of this. And so definitely when I go anywhere and there's music playing, I'm just sitting down and I'm being quite boring. But you often DJ at weddings. Is that a way of getting out of dancing? It is perfect for getting nice. out of dancing, but still feeling connected to everyone in the room because you're playing the music that they're dancing to. Yeah, It's great. I did it for my own birthday once uh, as a way of just getting out of having to do anything, having to socialise. You just DJed at your own birthday? Yeah, my, on my 30th birthday, I DJed all night and invited all my mates and everyone just like <laughs> got to dance. And then, and then I made a speech at the end of the night where I said... And it was quite genuine, um, like, thank you for not talking to me tonight. And people thought that I was complaining to them and be like, oh, thanks for coming to my birthday and not talking to me. But <laughs> I wasn't. I was genuinely like, thanks, thanks everyone for leaving me alone. It was great. Uh, what about you, Josh? Dancing fan? Big fan? No, I'm not really a big fan. Um, I don't mind if I'm drunk, but obviously you can't spend the year drunk, so it'd be a nightmare. Um, I Yeah, it's self-conscious thing, isn't it? I know I'm not a great dancer. I think people that love dancing know they're good at dancing. There's very few people that love dancing that aren't good at dancing. Do you know what I mean? It's like yeah. it's like people who run with their top off or whatever. They know they've got a good body. That's the same kind of gist, <laughs> isn't it? It's that thing of, oh, I'm comfortable with this. Yeah, but of course you're comfortable with this because it's, it's fine for you. So I would find it very difficult indeed. The, the, the situations are incredibly bad, aren't they? Yeah, I don't think I've had a day where there's not been music playing somewhere. I've, I've heard something. I mean, you know, ringtones aren't that much of an issue. People have most people on silent these days. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, if someone if someone yeah. has a ringtone now, they're like sixty years old at least. <laughs> yeah. No one under sixty has a ringtone anymore. But I was just thinking, what a strange so like... generation we are. We are the ringtone generation. <laughs> he just completely miss calls all the time and it's completely acceptable yeah it's, yeah, it's just it's just allowed now whereas back in the day people used to phone you and you'd know they were phoning you yeah yeah now all of yeah. us just look at our phones oh i've got a few missed calls i'll phone them back later well how yeah. often do how often josh are you, do you hear music how often do you think you hear music in your day-to-day 
I was woken up by it last night because our neighbour got home. He's got a job where he, I think he's maybe a, he's a driver of some sort. And he got home at one and he was listening to music from his car and it woke me up. So the thought of then having oh. to dance would have been absolutely <laughs> appalling. Complaining about the sound while dancing. Nothing on the noisy neighbour's door. They answer it. You're fully dancing going, excuse me, some of us have got jobs in the morning, mate. Do you want to turn that down? <laughs> just completely loving it. I was just thinking, Yeah, music all the time would mean that, so if you went to like your dentist, for example, uh, oh, they yeah. always have music playing. You would have to yeah, dance. Too. Oh, you'd have to sort of you'd have to sort of stand up during your whole I don't know or they're in your your whitening or whatever. Yeah, I mean, yeah. That, that's a nightmare. <laughs> I'd have to just not go to the dentist for a year. I think you could. I think you'd be well within your rights at the dentist to say, "Could you turn off the radio?" Yeah, but you, but I'd have to walk like, in, start <laughs> dancing. It'd be very confusing for them if I walk in immediately start dancing to the thing and go, "Sorry, can you turn that off, please?" Well, you seem to be loving it. But then you'd have to justify it. Why are you dancing? <laughs> yeah. To them. Oh, that's great. <laughs> you'd, you'd have to try and time coming in with when when it was the news. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah I, I would find the whole thing deeply shaming. Um, would, would you enjoy it, Darren? Did we discuss that? Um, well, I, I do dancing at the minute. I actually do dance classes. Wow. Do you? Yeah. I, you do Strictly? You a wedding coming up? No, no. I... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I like it when people do that. I'm going to do dance classes for my wedding dance. Yeah. It's like, come on, it's just yeah. it's two minutes. Yeah. If that. Um, no, yeah. no, so I did a, I did the uh, Dirty Dancing show, the real Dirty Dancing oh, on yeah. E4. And yeah. we all had to do sort of dirt dances from the show, which is sort of Latin, you know, salsa, all that sort of mm. merengue. And I enjoyed it so much after doing it, I've started doing dance classes and I do, I do five oh. different types of dance every week. Wow. Do you? In one yeah. class? Or five different classes? No, it's five different classes, but it's all in the same sort of place. So I do salsa, bachata, mamba, cha-cha-cha, and kizamba. But I've been doing it now for about eight months. Bloody hell. I just wanted something outside of stand-up that was different and I could really enjoy. Yeah. And I've, I feel like I've really found it with doing this. But yeah, it's quite new. But the idea of, you know, doing Latin dancing on my own everywhere... Is horrible. <laughs> is it knackering? Like, is it good exercise? It can be brutal, but it's um, it's been really fun. And people always say, "Oh, you're doing strictly." I'm like, "No, nah, it's just that's what it was fun. It's just something to something to do. A, a better reason to yeah. do it, really, isn't it? Looking forward to this clip being played out in October. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I know, right? Yeah, yeah. Know, has Darren ever done dance practice? No, never. <laughs> they add up all the dates. <laughs> um i would hate this so you starting us at two million almost isn't low enough for mm. what i it would take for me to do this yeah would you do it for two million i could do it for two million yeah i mean i go to the dentist a lot do you um yeah i love the dentist it's one of my favorite places really it's one of your yeah. favorite places it, yeah because you've got you, great teeth to be fair you have got amazing teeth you get to hang out and i get to i live alone so i don't really get people fussing over me and it's just quite nice to just sort of sit down in a chair and just be like taken care of and i like the banter between the dentist and the dentist assistant have you tried just booking a massage there's <laughs> <laughs> no banter at a massage <laughs> yeah it's so fun I like to hear their relationship as they talk about, you know, oh, his incisors and his number fours and all that. (laughs) What are they like outside of work? (laughs) No, it's it's not for me. It's not for me. Um, And then you get the disrespectful stuff like weddings and funerals and stuff like that, Mm. where it's just not ideal. 
So, oh yeah, I guess funeral when yeah, I guess there is sort of music at a funeral. You're yeah. then standing up dancing yeah. to the organs. Yeah, I mean, yeah. there's only so many times you can claim, you know, funeals are meant to be a celebration of life <laughs> and whatever. Like a, yeah, okay. Stop. You'd hope that, you hope that there wouldn't be too many funerals in a year. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. When you said there's only so many times, you hope you wouldn't be go. Oh, seventh funeral this year. I'm going to have to do the dancing thing again. <laughs> Am I in Final Destination? Yeah, I mean... I suppose well, you could cover your ears a lot. Are you? Is that? Is there a rule where you can cover your ears a lot? I don't think there's a... No, there's no rule to cover your ears. Nope. This means you won't be able to hear other stuff, though. If you're just walking around, yeah. noise cancelling headphones on, never hear anything. I mean... So, should we name a figure, James? I'd say three million, yeah. And also, I, I we should point out, most everyday folk... <laughs> would say two million for something like this. Like this is yeah. most people would not do it for a few thousand, even a few hundred thousand. I think no. it, it would ruin their lives. Yeah, I, I'm not, I'm not afraid. I'm going. I'm going in the millions. I'm not. I'm not going to lie. Yeah, I'm going to go. I'm going to go. I, I think I'd go higher, James. Because if you actually offered me three million to do it, I think it would ruin my life. Yeah. So I'm going to go five million. <laughs> but Darren, I think I think the thing there is. We found a lot, a lot about you. You love the dancing. You love dentists. Yeah. So, in a bizarre way, have you won the points? <laughs> You've won. You won the whole episode. <laughs> yeah, I guess. I, I guess two million. Yeah. Yeah. I think I've won. I mean, <laughs> I'm just about to say that. You know, that's that's all we've got time for on this week's hypothetical podcast. <laughs> and this week's winner is. It's me! <laughs> oh, well done. Yeah! Well done, Darren. Thanks to everyone for listening, and someone else will see you next week. Goodbye! Hypothetical the Podcast is a hat trick production for Dave. All episodes of Hypothetical the TV show are available on UK TV Play. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Have you ever wondered what it'd be like to nose around a comedian's house, take their stuff and see how much money you can make by selling it? No, that's a pretty niche thing, to be honest. A bit creepy, really. But that's the premise of Dave's brand new comedy podcast, Hard Sell, with me, Josh Jones. And me, Darren Harrier. We're going to travel the country, visiting the homes of different comedians, chatting about their spending habits before grabbing one of their favourite possessions and giving ourselves one week to try and sell it for charity in a competition to see who can raise the most money. It's a right laugh as we get to meet amazing funny people like Kima Bob, Joel Domit, Rhea Lena, Ivo Graham, Josh Pugh and lots more. But also sort of like an incredibly stressful cheese dream where we're trying to shift what are essentially stolen goods against the clock. <laughs> it's bonkers. Hard sell with Josh Jones and Darren Harrier. Available now wherever you get your podcasts.